Schmannel. 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 Hello and welcome to Panel Schmannel, where not experts talk nonsense. Today's edition is our couples edition. And with us today, our Schmannelists are Amy. Hi. Ben. Schmaloha. <laughs> And Steve. Can't Hi. Remember. So I was like, we're letting him talk again. God help us. Elections and politics right now. Very <laughs> My name's Rachel, and I'm the moderator. Just so you know, do you hear this sound? That means I'm about to shoot our schmanalists with a Nerf gun for uh, just pleasing me for one random reason or another. If we reference something geeky, we'll probably assign it to Sean as a homework. And you can check out his homework on our website, panelschmanal.com. Today's topic is crossovers. But we're gonna start off by talking about what universe you would live in. What book slash movie slash TV universe would you live in if you could choose? All right, Ben, go. We can make just anything. Anything. So I wanna live in the uh, Rankin Bass claymation universe. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically the Christmas universe. Of Rankin and Bass. You already look like that. Yeah, I want to become uh, a clay animated figure. (laughs) And I want all my friends to be woodland creatures and toys that come to life. And I want it to be Christmas all the time. And I want it to take about um, a year for a month to happen. (laughs) I imagine you'd be pretty durable. Yeah, you'd have to be. I just, I just like the, I really, I'm, I'm a big Christmas fan. I'm a big fan of claymation Christmas movies. They're bright and cheerful, and that's where I want to be. If I could be anywhere, that's where I'd be. All of your problems get solved neatly within, like, 45 minutes to an hour? Yeah, with a song. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, Everybody's happy? Yeah. Yeah. And if Gumby's any indication, you know, you could, like, really, you know... You could be hit and jumped on and... Oh, that's true. Yeah, and just regenerate. You'd be basically indestructible. That's true. I mean, I hope no one would want to destroy me, but I I see what you mean. (laughs) Nobody wants to destroy anybody in a claymation Christmas video. That's true. That's all... They only want to destroy Christmas if they're the villain, and then they end up not knowing how to do that, and then everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great world. That's where I'm going. All right. Amy, where would you live? <laughs> that was so random. Um, I want to live in St. Mary Mead, England with Miss Marple. <laughs> so mine was just as nerdy. <laughs> Maybe I live in a vicarage. What's a vicarage? It's where the vicar lives. Oh, okay. What's a vicar? He's like the the pastor. Oh, okay. Maybe you I could read one of those books our dog is named after. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Miss Marple. She's actually a little snarky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Miss Marple the lady is great. And the is dog that is a comment on our dog. At first, I thought you were talking about the dog. You said she was snarky. That's no. true. Also, I just figured you named her because the personality fit. So, would you want to just live there? You wouldn't want to be Miss Marple. No, I'll live there, and I hope not to die. Right. It's not like Cabot Cove, right? Like, people don't die there all the time. She's... People do die a lot. Oh. Murder, she wrote, which is where Cabot Cove is, for people who aren't just walking around talking about old lady <laughs> mysteries all day. Um, J.B. Fletcher is based on Miss Marple. Mm-hmm. So. I think okay. if you were, like, besties with Miss Marple, like, you came over for tea, you'd not only get all the inside gossip, but you'd also wouldn't die, because... Yeah, yeah you'd be surprised. I'm the main character. But also, a lot of the people that were close friends with her and with J.B. Fletcher ended up being the murderers, which was weird. Like, people that she had known for a long time would try to get away with murdering someone. But you've never read these books because you don't know what a vicar is. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There's literally one called The Murder at the Vicarage. Well, I'll read that one first. (laughs) We have it Agatha. (laughs) We have it at home. (laughs) So you can read it. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, it was either that or Austin Powers. Those were the two places I was going to live. Like, oh, that would be cool. 19, the, the movie? 1960s, Austin Powers, England. Yeah, those were my two choices. That's not bad. Because that was presented as a, just a great big awesome. party. Yeah. yeah. That's and true. Everything was like My kind of happening, baby. Yeah, yeah. And there was dancing in the streets. Yeah. yeah. Those were my two choices. That would be a really I want to move choice. to England, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Bye. She's leaving. <laughs> Man, 
Yeah, no, sorry. I'm still in, in um, uh, Austin Powers, England, somewhere in my head. Um, <laughs> Steve, yeah, go ahead. Where would you live? I am I am stealing this from someone else, and I don't know who. But I, I read somewhere that there was so, somebody online was talking about, like, the best police departments mm-hmm. in fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, if you were in some fictional universe and you had a crime happen to you, which fictional police department would you want on the case? presuming that the protagonist in whatever movie is probably not going to be the person assigned to your case. Oh. So, like, you don't get, you know, the hero. You get whatever police department he's part of. And that police department is probably busy cleaning up his mess with whatever movie you've probably already thought of. Like, in Die Hard, pity anybody who had, like, a break-in at the same time as the end of the movie. Because oh. every cop in town was downtown, you know, fighting Hans Gruber. Sure. Okay, the point, please. <laughs> um, police Academy. What? You want to live in Police because Academy? Because that, that police department always wins with funny shenanigans. And, like, the worst thing that happens is always, like, resolved by the end of it with a guy who goes... And everybody's happy. Wait, the guy who goes what? He makes funny stuff. Mm-hmm. He makes yeah, sound the effects. noise guy. Yeah, the noise guy. We know oh. his name. We're just not saying it. Okay. There was, yeah, there was, and then like there was. Um, <laughs> I was like, Gob, no. And uh, Bob Goldthwait. Bob, Bob and, Kent Goldthwait. And uh, like all that. Yeah, they would just run around like maniacs and be silly, and somehow stumble through becoming like the most efficient and successful crime solving. Police department and all of fiction. So you want so, to be a goofball yeah. detective? So, no, 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 no. I would want to live if there. You could live in any universe in right. any fictional property. You chose the one based mm-hmm. on how quickly a crime could be solved yeah. if it happened to sure. you. Sure. So two things. <laughs> yeah, I just you okay. this on law enforcement, which I find fascinating. It'd be it'd be a pretty it'd be a safe, calm place to live, and then there'd be wacky shenanigans on the on the news. And wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't that be preferable right now? I guess so. <laughs> like the I worst mean, thing on TV is like a crazy bunch of wacky hijinks by the police department to solve the you know the crimes, and you're like, cultists. oh, yeah. isn't that isn't that wacky? And then yeah. you just kind of like go back to being like an insurance salesman or whatever. Sure. And it just sounds nice and I, like. I really thought packed. Christmas claymation was the weirdest answer. And Chris- then Steve said Police Academy. Yeah, I mean, I basically decided I wanted to be a candy cane. <laughs> I love um, it. Steve Gutenberg. Good. But you would not meet Steve Gutenberg, right? Because you don't. No, you are not. Your case is not handled by the lead. Oh, no. then I don't like it. No, I wouldn't have to worry. I'd be living in like this just nice, calm neighborhood, probably like in some a nice, like you know, Brooklyn, eighties to nineties. Sure. Yeah. This is so weird. And it'd just be nice. It's yeah. a little weird. Yeah, I have to admit, I never saw Police Academy because I thought they were stupid. Oh, not they that were. I'm judging They're you. very stupid. They're very stupid. I'm I mean, the first one or two like is funny. That's like the point. The Yeah, but they were pleasantly sure. stupid. Yeah. Aren't they kind of bungling? They're, they're very bungling. They were totally they're the, bungling. I mean, they're they're the police academy. They're not yeah. all the way cops yeah, yet. Exactly. Some of them are cops. That's true. I mean, they're they're as good as cops. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that was bizarrely practical. <laughs> it really was. I love it. Steve. Steve's like, I chose mine based on law enforcement, potable water, safety. <laughs> <laughs> Closeness to crops. Yeah, I did a survey of the I'm gonna live in neighborhoods. <laughs> I looked up crime rates. It's, it's got nice schools. Right. It's close to churches and community <laughs> centers. And, and people who make wacky sounds have real career futures. Oh my god. There's hope for us all. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So. <laughs> Can we cover why? Are Amy's we gonna wait, wait, wait? Are we gonna assign all the police academy movies to Sean before we move on? Yeah. And find so you can find out which one Steve wants to live in. Sean, one through ten. Define a vicarage and look up police academy. I feel like I'm good on vicarage. You you did a good job explaining it to me. Thank you. But Sean we, should probably you know. Read Sean, read that book there. and then tell me about it. So I feel like I read it. I can loan it to you. Sean. Okay. I think we covered why. I think so. Uh, <laughs> we covered it. And now you covered yours like extensively, Mr. <laughs> I have notes. 
Ben just wants to be happy. I get it. Yeah. And I guess Amy likes snarky old ladies. And T. And T. Mm-hmm. And solving things. And, oh. and, and Yeah, figuring and out. mysteries. And yeah. England. And England. And England. All right. You'll be horrified to know that that's the one I made off the top of my head. The rest of them are. Oh, right. wow. I, I, I have notes for the rest of them. This podcast is about to get weird. Yeah, it really is. I looked okay. at his notes, and that's all Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> It says three men and a baby. It says the one with the Olsen Tower twins. Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> Tower of Terror. The, the TV movie. Mm-hmm. Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. Zeus and Roxanne. I'm amazed that you know all of this. Three men and a little the, lady. The Goop. The sequel. I don't the know. Goop. That's what he's called. Yeah. <laughs> he is now. Steve Gutenberg. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, with knowing that you don't get to be a main character affect your choice, but Steve's already covered that that doesn't matter. Steve's a, yeah. He doesn't want to be. <laughs> he just yeah. wants to live there and He survive. just wants to be an insurance salesman. Steve just mm-hmm. wants to get old. <laughs> well, in, in a lot of these movie universes, getting old is difficult. That's true. <laughs> so... Ben, you're a claymation character, but you don't have to save the day. Yeah, perfect. You're in the background. Yeah, I'm, he wants. I'm just there. Part I'm of just the chorus. There. At yeah. the end. I could be part of the chorus. I could be an ornament on the tree. I don't care. Oh my gosh. Just hanging out. As long as you're sparkly. There's yeah. A clarity of I would prefer to not be outside because there there tends to be a lot of inclement weather in those specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it all like glitter? And... He isn't like cold. Well, that's true. It's all glitter. And I'm clay, so I guess it wouldn't affect me really. But, you know, in the universe, it's all really happening. So I would, I would prefer to be away from the blizzard or the unseasonable heat wave. You don't want to be with Mr. Heatmeister? I mean, that would be cool. Maybe I could be one of his little heat miser oh guys gosh, yes. with the hats and canes. So cute. Sure, that would be fun. Actually, I could totally see you in that outfit, yes. Okay. I find you to be more of a cold miser, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I could see either one. Probably. Sure. Physically, you're more of a cold miser. <laughs> That's true. You and Steve are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you're yes. not the main character, but I mean, I don't think you can be the main character in Miss no, Marvel. No, I don't want to be Miss Marvel. Definitely yeah. don't want to be a named character. <laughs> oh yeah, your days are numbered. I'll be your best friend in Garden. It'll be great. We all have really high aspirations. Do you live with her or next no, to her? I don't live with her. Okay, I don't know. Roommate. <laughs> Would you really want to be roommates with a snarky British lady? I don't. Yes. Know. <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> Is that a comment on yourself or your dog? Yeah, I mean, she's Mexican. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're not touching that. We're just going to say, yep, that's true. Moving on. <laughs> so what crossover would we like to see? Uh, for example, Star Wars meets Star Trek. No. No. Marvel meets DC Comics, which I think they already did. Oh, Yeah. Amy has heard me talk about that a lot when Marvel and DC Comics and they were paired up and the different people had to fight because the brothers that were in the universe made them fight each other. Did you read this? This was great. I kind of know what you're talking about, but I don't think I read the whole thing. I had like a couple comics out of the whole series. Basically, it it reported that the DC Universe and the Marvel Universe were actually two brother like galaxy entities and they were in a fight and in the, I remember in the series of comic books they kind of look like the rock and sock and robots so they were in a fight and they pitted the heroes in their own universes against each other and so um, individual characters um, were matched for sort of like their skill set and size and things like that okay but hold on time out so aren't a lot of these like stolen from each other anyway like yeah Right. And so they were. So they so were ultimately. It was an easy book to write. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how they figured out. I remember how they figured out, but like between the writers, were like who was going to win, which match. Maybe they had people vote on it. I'm not sure. But it was very like, exciting for me to read. They when thought, I was a kid. oh, Marvel's better, so they all win. <laughs> yeah. Mar- Marvel. Like Marvel Batman. won, and Batman won, and that was pretty much that they were done. It. Yeah. Before crossovers, like. A huge chunk of crossovers is just settling nerd arguments. Yeah. Right. Like yes. X versus X. You have like 
you know. Yeah, Jason or, versus or so Freddy. Or so-and-so shows up yeah, on Yeah, Alien versus so. Predator or, like, yeah. Superman versus Batman. And most of these are bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not satisfying in the but way the that you want them to be But the question is, which one would you want? Yeah, which, which crossover would you like to see? Oh. And then we're going to just start off with our with different universes. We're going to start off with the book universes. Book universe, crossover to another book universe. I'm on it. Oh, what do you got, Amy? Comes. But mine's related to my other thing, so oops. I want Sherlock Holmes and Miss Marple to be together. It's like crime fighting buddies? Yes. Yeah. That would be amazing. And you know what? Shame on you entertainment industry for not Aww. doing that yet <laughs> i'm sure both of these are uh in the public domain like what are you doing i don't think it, is agatha christie no so. but not still, yet she, but yeah wouldn't she make like a great it. like she could be like the his like great aunt once It'd removed or whatever so yeah i feel like there would be a lot of cases of both of them underestimating each other's ability be so good. oh yeah yeah i feel uh, they would they would rub up against each other a lot like as far as like butt heads I know you've had most of a beer, but you're talking so much about my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just really sorry. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Go back to Amy. Well, now I have nothing to say. I'm so distracted by Ben. <laughs> so that just means she's going to take your thing. <laughs> no, I don't She know. does not want I it. I probably don't want it. <laughs> What's your thing, Ben? Well, <laughs> um, I don't know... Which other book universe I wanted to cross over with, but I one of my universes is definitely the Mo Willems picture book universe. So all of the Elephant and Piggy books and all of the Pigeon books and technically Elephant and Piggy is readers, not picture books. Okay, jeez, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> books with <Burn>. pictures. <laughs> the Mo Willems universe of books with pictures in them. Burn. Uh is what I would like to choose. This was this was Amy's idea that she brought up. Because, then, oh, you know what I want? I want them to cross over into the Sesame Street illustrated book universe. What? So there's a monster to this book? And, and it's Leonardo. Leonardo. I wrote that. It's Leonardo the Terrible Monster at the end of <laughs> the book. So there are good. so many really good, so good Sesame Street golden books that yes. I think would... Yeah. Mer- like, they... The ones with the conversation bubbles... That at some points are so just like irreverent and make no sense to a child, but they're they're written to the adult that's probably reading it to the child, and a lot of that is going on in Mo Willems too. So I think there there could be a lot of crossover. I can see that. I don't know who's going to do that, but uh, Mo Willems. <laughs> oh, because he used to write for Sesame Street. Yes, that's that's why you're totally like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. I mean, is it really a crossover if they? Kind well, of he used to write for the all- show. But I'm thinking like more of the characters. books that came out in the 70s okay. and 80s, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I can see that. I can totally see that. I'd watch that. I mean, read that. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch, I watch it anyone read that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can watch Ben read it to you. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. It'd be really good. Steve, I'm sorry. Nothing you can say can measure up to that. <laughs> Because um, we have a preschool teacher in the librarian here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay, so I thought a bit about this crossovers thing, and there's... Sorry, I'm doing the preface thing, but work with me. You ha- you've got three kinds, basically. You've got collaborations, which is, you know, Justice League, Avengers, and Green Arrow, and Green Lantern, blah. Sure. And you've Or, you know, uh, Ms. Markle and... Sherlock Holmes is a good. Uh, you got verses, mm-hmm. and then you got fish out of water. Okay. And, oh. And so a lot of my, the ones that I was thinking about were like fish out of water ones, and I think the one that would be a lot of fun would be um, Susan Calvin, who was a robo psychologist in Isaac Asimov's books, mm-hmm. meeting Arthur Weasley. Oh. Oh my God. So you have that is the nerdiest thing you have ever said. I just want you to know that I nerdiest. doubt that. Really? So, <laughs> so you have like this, you I know, this really thing. robotic person whose like whole world is defined by like robots and technology and like uh, logic and yeah. science. Right. And then you have the Harry Potter universe, which is nothing but magic. Right. None of which makes sense on any like physical level. And then you have Arthur Weasley, who gets on great. And just like 
wants to ask Susan every question about everything forever, and she's trying to do her job and would really like to just murder him, but she can't. <laughs> because he's just so persistent about it. But he's so nice, and he's got such a lovely family. But they're trying to solve this wizard, you know, this wizard thing, and she's like, but it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> That would be fun. So I don't know a lot about <coughs> Isaac Asimov universe. Is she Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's just run yeah. with that. Oh, that man. Cool. If Will Smith was in Harry Potter, I'd be down. He's I not like British, this. so you can't. Don't care. Harry <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I did not anticipate any of these answers when I asked this question. I just want you How to know could that. You? How could you? <laughs> I do think you're right, though, that the fish out of the water is one of the more classical, like, crossover. Like, the trope. Flintstones meets the Jetsons. Yep. Was a big deal. Like, how could yeah, they deal? How could they deal? Yeah, mm-hmm. it creates a plot. A lot, of, a lot of fun. And that's, that's pretty old. I mean, you go back to, uh, what was it, a, a Yankee and... Um, King Arthur's Court. Connecticut Yankee. That's right. I stand correct. Hey. Is that all of our... (laughs) Does that satisfy your question, Rachel? That does satisfy my question. Thank you. (laughs) Let's move on to movies. I can't wait to hear what you tell me. Um... Oh jeez! I'm so distracted by this podcast. Like my brain is just like it's exploding. I don't even know what's happening right now. Do you have an answer for a movie crossover? So, a lot of my thoughts were Disney. Related. I had a feeling. I was like kind of waiting day for that. Of my life. Um, <laughs> but I did have this idea that kind of makes no sense. But I just want to take Jiminy Cricket and put him in all kinds of movies. Okay. So he can just show up and bitch at everyone. So Jiminy Cricket is Ben's favorite Disney character, but I think he's kind of like a wet blanket. (laughs) (laughs) What's kind of his job, isn't it? Have you gone on that ride at Disneyland? Like the whole ride. You just ride through the movie Pinocchio. It's a terrible ride. Um, you ride through the movie Pinocchio, and then Jiminy Cricket just keeps popping up from places going, you're going the wrong way, watch out, you're going the wrong way, watch out. And that's all he ever does. So I just thought it'd be really interesting to put him into things like Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> just like, lots of things where he could just like... <laughs> I would like to see the psychological break that would yeah, it be I entailed just, by someone imagining yeah. that Jiminy Cricket really is real. I really thought you could put Jiminy Cricket into just like all kinds of things. And he just right. tell you what you're doing wrong. Like the War of the Roses, just whatever. Any rom-com ever. <laughs> like, cook a dog. Yeah, anything that's crazy. Just Jiminy Cricket. Could just show up and shout things at you. I thought that'd be interesting. Put him in song. Yeah. 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 Oh, sure. He just. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket would have a lot to say about the choices in the Saw films. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so. So I just thought that would be like just interesting. Maybe even just five minutes of that yeah. of every movie. Ever. I like him. I like the idea of him in Fight Club. There's think- a there is a deleted scene in the movie Pinocchio where at the end you find out that Jiminy Cricket. It made Pinocchio up in his own brain. Oh, you are making that up. I think it's the opposite, right? No, Pinocchio is Jiminy Cricket's Tyler Durden. Because mm. he's like so boring. He's just a cricket that sleeps in the matchboxes. So in the book, Pinocchio gets fed up with Jiminy Cricket, so he throws something at him and squishes him. He right, squishes yeah. Him. And he's, he doesn't even have a name, he's just called the talking cricket. And yeah. all he does is talk, and then he gets a hammer thrown yeah. at him. But he's even like meaner in the book. Like he's yeah. just like, Pinocchio can do nothing right. Well, he can't. He's a real brat in the book, but. Sure. I'm really enjoying how much Rachel does not like Pinocchio right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually always really liked the My fox and the cat out of, Pin- out of Pinocchio. Yeah. There's a really good um, claymation Christmas movie of Pinocchio called Pinocchio's Christmas. Is the there a fo- fox and a cat? The fox and the cat are in it, yeah. It's not good. It's basically just the story of like Carlo Pinocchio. Collodi's Pinocchio, yeah. but at, at Christmas, Christmas time. time. They just make it be at Christmas. It's because not good. I wouldn't right. eat. And by, at, by really good, I mean really claymation. Really, <laughs> really at Christmas. Really awful. Do you yeah. think at some point Jimmy would break? No. Like if he was in like no. some really, you know those those boring like British films where everyone just kind of like awkwardly stares at each other for like 
long sure, periods of time. Sure, Park. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think eventually he'd just be like, do something already? Sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I don't think that anyone would ever break his resolve of being a wet blanket. <laughs> right. Well, when the the blue fairy gives him that task of being the conscious... I shouldn't have brought up Pinocchio. That's a real... like. Think about what a cursed job that would be because he's he can't do anything to stop people's choices. He's his job is just to be the conscience and to like to yell at people. Um, yell at people. Yeah, and to let them know that what they're thinking about doing is not a good idea to do, and then watch them do it anyway. Why is his voice so shrill? Because he's a cricket. <laughs> he's a cricket. He's tiny. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't know. That's my job sometimes when I'm helping people at the library. I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure it's a scam. You shouldn't apply for that job because it's a scam. Okay, you can do that. You can you can ignore me. Oh, can, yeah. can you imagine if he was assigned to Congress? <laughs> like, and his just... name was Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and oh. he's running around like yelling at people. Just you're terrible people. <laughs> this is not a good idea. <laughs> And then we just do it anyway. Excellent. Okay. Because we're just trying to cup it. Your turn. I'm moving on. We're, cu- we're skipping ahead to Steve. Good. Um, okay, so there was this completely ridiculous short film called Kung Fury that um, <laughs> basically it was made to be as ridiculous as possible. And it was basically this 80s film about, or it was supposed to be an 80s thing where this guy time travels to the time of Hitler to duke it out with Hitler, who's the Kung Fuhrer. And there's a Triceratops cop called Triceracop. Uh-huh. And it's far more ridiculous than I'm even making it sound. Um, and I would want to put the Kung Fury guy into a couple of different films. Now, keeping in mind that basically this guy like jumps over like... He basically beats up literally 7,000 Nazis in the climax of this little movie, along with a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Triceratops and... um, Wait, he beats up the cop? No, the cop is on his side after the time travel. Okay, so he beats up Nazis and dinosaurs. Moving on. Evil dinosaurs. Yeah, and um, Thor makes an appearance for no reason, and so on. Um, As as he does in every 80s movie ever. Yeah. How short is this short film? It's like a half hour. It's like a half hour. Okay. It's well worth it. Um, if nothing else for the what just happened to me effect that happens afterwards. Um, and I assign that to Sean. I would enjoy putting Kung Fury into three films. Oh my God. Briefly. <laughs> Indiana Jones to help him beat up the Nazis. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Because uh, why not? Why not? Nazis. And Schindler's Nazis List because I'm horrible. Right. Nazis. Schindler's List. <laughs> because Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Nazis versus Triceracop. Exactly. Why is Thor in that movie and not Captain America? I don't know. Is it because Thor Nazis. is a public domain like entity and yeah. Captain America is not? I don't think everything's public domain. Well, Thor is public domain because he's he's just <laughs> a god. god. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Really confused about you in public domain. All public of a domain happens after uh, the death of the author plus seventy years. Then just in the U.S. in the United States. Public domain. So yeah, I just assume everything is. That's why um, Sherlock is public domain because it's death of the author plus seventy oh, years. Right. Cool. But yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Kung Fury. Flying you around just want to with see a bunch little... of Nazis getting beat up. Will there be well, dinosaurs? there was an obvious connection there. Uh, him and uh, Hacker Man, who sent him into the past with a by hacking time, he could go these places. His name's Hacker Man. Yes, and he hacks time. Yes, he could has he, a he has a super good. sweet mullet. Um, could he also be in Jurassic Park? He could. <laughs> he could beat up all the dinosaurs. In fact, in the in the uh, in Kung I'm Fury, he is teleported back to the time of the barbarians. Okay, now I'm interested. If there can be Velociraptors, I'm in. <laughs> so Velociraptors, would they make good cops or are they definitely bad guys? Probably oh. would be bad guys. Corrupt cops. Corrupt oh, cops. I like that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Amy's on it. All right, we're gonna talk about Ben's movie crossover now. All right, so bear with me, but I don't have 
one movie, but oh, I have a couple okay. of like styles of movies. So like Amy, I'm thinking about Disney a lot. So I want the Disney <laughs> fairy tale genre of mm-hmm. film to cross over with um, Alfred Hitchcock. And there are several <clears throat> fairy tales from Disney that Disney did that I would like to get the Alfred Hitchcock treatment. So, so I want like a very tense, brooding version of Cinderella. Where, uh, which, is, which is just about ladies in green dresses trying to kill each other, like, secretly. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's what I want. A lot happens at midnight. Are these animation or what? No, they're live action. They, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They're, yeah, they're live action. Grace Kelly is in all of them. And, oh. Um, no Kim Novak. Interesting choice. She can be in some of them, but oh, Grace okay. Kelly is in all of them. And uh, <laughs> does the does the Cinderella one uh, focus on like palace in, in, <clears throat> intrigue or more, is it more the more, sisters? More the sisters, yeah, and the, and the stepmother. Likes. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's all lady trimming. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't help but just think this is like every Tim Burton movie ever. Right, but similar, but think that's like about that. if Tim Burton were good like Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> oh! I'm not saying Tim Burton's not good. I'm just saying he's not good Tim in the way Burton that Alfred Hitchcock was good. Adventure. That's true. <laughs> oh my God. I like Tim Burton a lot. There's a lot of Tim Burton movies that I really enjoy. Oh. Tim Burton, I can only assume that you're listening because God knows what else you're doing while you're thinking of your movies. But Whoa. Whoa. Alfred Hitchcock is the style that I want to see. I don't want it to be like super highly magical. I want the opposite. I want like the magicalness. Realism. I want maybe a little bit of magical realism, but I want I want it to be like hyper real. Right. That's what I want. That's fascinating. Thank you. What other movies um, did you have in mind? Um, well, basically all the all the princesses that are in danger would make really good Ooh. movies. Like Hitchcock movies. I mean, Vertigo is basically Rapunzel. There's a tower. I was about to say, Rapunzel is a very good candidate for that. Yeah. Just trying to get out and like the overbearing mother. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. it's basically psycho. The blinding like, of the prince. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That does not happen in the Disney one. No, that's okay. But I'm just using Disney as like a starting off point of like a, a, mm-hmm. a certain genre of movie of like fairy tale yeah. film, mm-hmm. but I want it to be like. Dark and super scary. Like there's, a, into the woods. there's a really good silent movie from a couple years ago called Blanca Nieves, which is from it's either from Spain or it just takes place in Spain. It's a silent film that puts the story of Snow White in um, like old timey Spanish um, bullfighters. So Snow White is she was either royalty or um, just like in a really well to do family, and then. Her father dies, and she begins to suspect her stepmother, so she runs away, and she um, hangs out with these dwarf bullfighters, and she becomes a really, like, good, famous bullfighter. Ben really likes fairy tales, not I just lo- Disney. <laughs> I love fairy tales. I love He likes them. Gregory Maguire, which is basically just dark versions of fairy tales, which he just stole. <laughs> yeah, but I... <laughs> but everybody steals fairy tales. Like, majority of romance what, novels are either Cinderella that's or That's what they're Beauty for. The fairy tales are for stealing. But I want to know what Alfred Hitchcock would do with them. Oh, that's all. <laughs> that's all. That's all. The end. The end. Okay. It will be another panel schmanel production. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. We'll make it happen. I have my doubts. Um. <laughs> All right. Anybody else wanted to add anything to the movie universe no, question? Thank you. No, we're done. Moving on. So, what if you could cross over a book universe with a movie universe? <laughs> Everybody's looking at Steve. Well, he has a notepad. Right. <laughs> you mean a book, a book that's not a movie? The next Maybe. one I had was a TV and a oh. um, movie, or a, a TV TV. Mm, nope. Oh. We, we, that one comes after this question. No. You're, you're ahead of us. So a book and a movie. A book and a movie. I mean, I guess you could be that person who's like, I want an accurate version of The Hobbit, but... Um, oh, I'm just fine with The Hobbit. See, me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Martin Freeman. Call me. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, by Martin Freeman's email address. (laughs) 
Do we, to be clear, do we all have the power to assign Sean homework or yeah. just you? Oh, no, everybody does. Oh, I just okay, assumed that I could Wonderful. do it. I just assumed I could do it. I mean, whether or not he's actually going to do any of it. Right. Excellent. That remains to be seen. Sure. Okay, so a book, a movie that, are there any movies anymore that aren't already books? Yeah, I drink it all. It's fine. Um, Fantastic Beasts was a movie first. Okay, that's true. First, it was a book in a book. Well, it could, I mean, it can be a book that's a movie because you're asking us to mash two things together. I am. I'm asking you to mash two things together. So you so could like totally be like Star Wars and Harry Potter or something. That's yeah. not what I'm picking, but. Oh, I just blew Ben's mind. <laughs> <laughs> you want the Hobbit and Ewoks? <laughs> oh, that would be cute. Just a bunch of cute furry things Whoa, running around and man. trying to keep things neat. <laughs> and occasionally, you know, sacrificing somebody. Right. It's a boring answer, but I'm up for the Muppets doing anything. Yeah. So the Muppets are movies, and they could literally do any book. I mean, they did I'm The Frog Prince. It. Yeah, I'm into it. They did Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, Treasure Island. Yeah, I'm into Let's it. Let's get some more of those. Whatever. The Muppet. More Muppets. That's my answer. Um, <laughs> Muppet Clockwork Orange. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> you just picture like Kermit I feel drinking worried. his milk. That <laughs> worries me. <laughs> I don't think Disney's signing off on that. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Green. <laughs> oh, so wrong. Uh, so good. Oh, man. I really like that. Boy, Miss Piggy is in for it. <laughs> She did not know what she was expecting. I apologize. <laughs> Amy, please don't sue me. <laughs> please, 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 please. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see the Muppets doing anything, but you don't have any book in particular? Um, not really. I, I want to see the Muppets do a Jane Austen book. Oh, yeah, that'd be cute. Oh, yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Scream <laughs> is the movie. Okay. And the book is uh, Nancy Drew. Yeah. The Hardy Boys. <laughs> no. Someone is literally stabbing them all to death. And Nancy Drew's got to figure out who it is. So she's just Sydney Prescott. Yeah, but, but it's in the, like, 50s. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> Amy's over it. <laughs> No, think of a new one. Amy's, no, read all the, Amy's read all the Nancy Drews, and she knows I've read none of them. It's true, and our dog's name is Ned Nickers. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> gumshoes that our dogs are named after. Uh-huh. Plus um, Scream. Plus Scream. Which I like that that is the horror movie you thought of, Scream. Well, that's the, that's the franchise I know I the mean, most about. You, you, but really, would you put the me horror movie franchise? In the whole world. The franchise I know the most ben about knows is Wendy's. Everything about Scream. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, but could you really picture like Nancy Drew in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. No. She could do it all. She'd solve them all. She'd figure it out. She was like, mm, incest. <laughs> <laughs> she has like a magnifying glass. Yeah. She's like, hmm. She's like, oh, it looks a lot like incest happened. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> oh, man. I have not seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I saw the Jessica Biel one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rachel, can you give Ben a ride home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oof. All right. Steve's cheating. Oh. Oh, no, no. Oh, Steve. He just Googled good crossover I- ideas. <laughs> No, no, no. Dot com. Um, com. I've got it. I've got it. He has it. Um, any Noam Chomsky book? <laughs> any Noam Chomsky book and Greece. So you get like the most boring political treatise you can find and put it to the most ridiculously catchy musical you can possibly imagine. Oh. I love it. Okay. 
I assume there's songs. And that's how Hamilton happened. Oh. (laughs) That is Lin Manuel Miranda's process. Yes. Reads and Elm Jones. And then he watches Grease. (laughs) And then he's like, wait a minute. Yes, yeah, American history. I got it. I got it. <laughs> to be fair, I, I picked Noam Chomsky because I was trying to figure out the most insufferable political wonk I could think of. Right. Oh, I like Noam Chomsky. I like him too, but it's hard to get through his Noam stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Studs Turkle. <laughs> you were looked over. Um, Whoa. What? I love it. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, this Greece Nancy Drew, but yes, no, Chomsky Greece. Think of how much more informed people would be if they were like, let me tell you about the Constitution. Well, I mean, yeah, that basically is. (laughs) There you go. Okay, you know what? I I asked and I already have received. (laughs) You already got it. Yeah. Okay. Can you give an example of like a classically (laughs) Chomsky thought? Or no. like argument, okay. <laughs> Not really. I'm gonna try and, and put Not that to like fifties swing pop. Disclaimer: <laughs> Ben hates Greece. I do not enjoy the, the musical Greece. Why? I, sexism. It's it's it, yeah, super sexist for and sure. It's not I, it's not fun. Like the, uh, the did she the, right. the line did she put up a fight kind of ruins a lot of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> you want to see me throw my shoes? Make me sit through my fair lady. Oh, yeah. Never seen it. Because Rachel kept throwing her shoe off. On the seventh or eighth television, we were like, you know, maybe we should just not do this. Rachel, you're like Elvis. Good thing you have been. Well, it just bothers me a lot that Danny, in the middle of the movie, tries a lot to like turn into a jock or whatever to impress Sandy, and that doesn't work. And at the end, she just starts dressing in dark, you know, promiscuous clothing. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, we're down. <laughs> and then maybe it's a happy ending. She, maybe she was pretending to be good from the beginning. Oh, maybe yeah. It's a, okay. I changed my mind. I like Greece. Yes. <laughs> now it had, like the clouds have parted. It's just everything a movie makes about sense a young now. woman finding herself. Oh. Yeah. No, I still hate my fur lady. And Noam Chomsky. You can't and, talk me out of that. And Noam Chomsky. <laughs> you hate Pygmalion, or you hate My Fair Lady. My Fair Lady. Or you, you hate, hate she's just all, that movie. Do you hate she's all that? Oh, do you hate She's All That? I don't think I ever watched She's All That. It's the same thing, but with Freddie Prince Jr. I think I'm okay with not ever seeing that. (laughs) Cisco is in it. Yeah. Thong song. Um, No, there's something that just, like, really bugs me. Like, first of all, the My Fair Lady the musical, though, like, like, he fixes her. He makes her a better human being. Like, and then he treats her, like... I yeah. just immerse myself. He's he rude treats, to her. He's yeah, rude he and belittling like and mean. He's a, he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah he's a jerk. And, and then she jerk. leaves him because that's the proper thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she comes back to him and that's the happy ending. And I just, that's the point where I lose my mind every time. And I don't remember. Does, it say, does she say why she comes back? She just oh, comes back yeah. and he oh. sees her coming back. Like he yeah, thinks she's never love. coming back. Uh-huh. She thinks he's not going to happen, but then she ends up doing it like in the like very end. And, um... He sees her coming in and he just says, fetch me my slippers. Yeah. And she brings his slippers to him. Like, oh, that's subservient that's act like, is the That's ending. like taming of the shrew like level, like anger. I movies, hate that. She just came back for love. Right. <laughs> I just, yeah. No. Okay, that's I'm not with love. you. That's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> so. Which would be definitely be a theme in Hitchcock's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's dark and weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as it's in the French version. The, the slow pan out at the end of the movie when, like, she has decided to stay with him even though he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I picture it in black and white. It's better than Gaston. It'd be she very... She a lot of options. Come on. That's it's true. Very moody. She's in a provincial town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to sing your set song. <laughs> she kind of throws some, some shade at that baker. Oh, she yeah. throws shade at a lot of people. And She's they throw shady. it back. It's fine. She's shady. Yeah. Bella's shady. She's just like, you and your provincial, and he's like, I've been doing this for 50 years. You said that you like my bread. She's the favorite Disney princess of every bookish woman in her 30s. (laughs) Right, Rachel? (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like, when I was a kid, I really wanted that library, and I really liked that she was a total book nerd like me. That's exactly it. But as an adult, like, 
I there's some very serious. But you form your Disney attachment when you're younger. I don't know. See, I don't own that money movie now though. Like I own a lot of movies. Oh. I love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Lilo is her Disney princess. Lilo's That's my Disney adorable. princess, probably. Yes. Aww. Yeah. I love. Yeah, it. the Beast is kind of a communist parade of red flags when it comes right. to it's the a, relationship. It's a hard crazy sell. handsome when he's human. Yeah. <laughs> so no, she's I always thought like the Beast looked seconds. better than him. Mm. Like kind of fuzzy. weird Steve, Steve comment. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should be crossover Freud. <laughs> oh God. Well, my favorite Disney movie is Alice in Wonderland. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine that crossover? Cats the musical with Alice in Wonderland? Like, weird. they're not both trippy and weird enough already. Yeah. They might, one of them might but start to make sense. Tim Burton accidentally. Ones, apparently, we hate him. It's fine. Look, Tim Burton, it's fine. I'm just saying, you're not off of Hitchcock. Oh, Moving fine. along. What's the, what's the famous Irish book um, that. Dubliners. Is very it meanders like it's oh very, a portrait of the artist is a young man, yes, that book mixed with Fantastic Planet, okay, just as wildly animated as possible so that the whole thing just presents like it's basically you're still drunk while you know taking okay. it in so like a classic Bill Dungsterman crossover with a sci-fi remake of Shakespeare, ooh. No, you said Fantastic Planet. I thought Forbidden Planet. Not Forbidden Planet. No, okay, no Fantastic. The, the really trippy 60s animation okay. thing. Okay. It'd be so... Because, like, normally when... Ulysses. That's the book I was thinking Oh, of. okay. Um, Ulysses, but with, like, a psychedelic... Um, I was going to be really impressed that you knew a portrait of artist <coughs> as a young man. But I have... T- it's all James Joyce. He's in the James Joyce universe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Ulysses, but, like... Super psychedelic '60s animation. Yeah, that hurts just to think about. Moving on. <laughs> Amy, say your favorite thing about James Joyce. Oh. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lady's first name is a last name. I love that. No, he would he would write letters to his wife. Oh no, I didn't want to talk about that. All about how much He's he loved. Dirty. He loved her He's farts. Raunchy. He loved her farts. He would he write is... love letters to his wife's farts. What? Let's not talk. <laughs> That's my favorite part about James Joyce. When you work at Bookman's, as we have, yeah. you know, weird things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag Bookman's. That's true. It's in the contract when you... <laughs> yeah. You need to be weird, okay with weird, weird things. things. will happen. Sign here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then I start working in the library and they're like, are you prepared for this? And I was like, oh, trust oh. me. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, sometimes we have problems with this or that. And I'm like, I worked at Bookman's. Yeah. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can be weirder. Once I went through a whole deal and then a woman told me that her mother died of MRSA and that was all her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once I asked a customer how she was doing, she told me she had herpes. There you go. <laughs> once I learned that James Joyce loved his wife's farts. So it's all relative. <laughs> or once the woman said, here, you look like you need this. And she reached out her hand, and I put up my hand because I didn't, couldn't see what was in her hand. And she gave you she, a rosary? She gave me a see-through leopard print bra. <laughs> Wasn't she right, though, Rachel? <laughs> that bra went everywhere. We we passed it around to... Uh, it stayed at Bookman's. I'd like to know. Uh, it's probably gone now. Editor's but, note. But we kept giving it. I'd be like, here, Kenyon, you could use this in your life. It'll improve it. Like, it became this ongoing joke where we it would just show up gift-wrapped oh into people's lockers. Wow. After the podcast, we can do a separate thing, or you can tell the, the teeth story. Oh. Okay. What is the next? A question. <laughs> a question? <laughs> it's TV universe crossed over with another TV universe. This is the one I'm prepared for. Do it, Steve. Archie Bunker in Star Trek. <gasps> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Now, Star Trek spent as much, almost as much time in the 20th century as they did in the 24th and 5th and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not at all implausible to imagine them somehow ending up in this universe and 
for whatever reason, taking Archie Bunker back to the future. Okay. No pun intended. Why Archie Bunker? Because... Because Klingons are going to blow his mind? No, no. Because a racist, misogynist, um, short-minded, like, man like him would be very interesting in a post-scarcity society where he's no longer, you know, just has to worry... He no longer has to worry about just being racist towards, like, Sulu or, you know, the you know, black people or whomever, mm-hmm. he has to worry about, like, the pointy ears. Yeah. And he has to worry about, like, you know, whether or not the, the food replicator made his steak right. And can you imagine the poor Enterprise, whichever one, Next Generation or the original, trying to handle this guy's raging bigotry and irritation at everything. Yeah. And so eventually I think that they put him out the airlock and just never talk about it again. But in the meantime, it'd be very, very funny to watch them just sort of like try to explain to this guy like there's no such thing as like communism in the way you think about it because our entire society runs that way now. Yeah, that would be awesome. So I'm pretty sure that's cruel and unusual punishment (laughs) for everyone. It would be so much fun to watch. Just like, can you imagine like stomping down the halls of the Enterprise being like, I need myself a beer. Do you people not have beer anymore? And they'd be like, what are you talking about? He'd be like, I'm in a, I'm in a nut house. So, um, they totally have booze. Sure. I mean, yeah. You can make it in your replicator, right? Oh, but the episode where they show him rem- Romulan ale mm. would be wonderful. And then he'd end up like hugging Spock. It'd be very touching. It'd be like the season finale. <laughs> I would watch that. Steve, I would so watch Steve that. and Ben love this idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's my summary. <laughs> Rachel is a little broken about this Rachel idea. Rachel and Amy are like, okay. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay. Ben, do you have a TV? Universe crossover? Yeah. (laughs) So, with apologies to Tim Burton, (laughs) one of the the TV shows is Pee-wee's Playhouse, Mm -hmm. and I would really like that to be crossed over into RuPaul's Drag Race, which I think is... Would be seamless. (laughs) (laughs) It could happen today. Except that you'd need to bring back Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh-huh. So that's Which basically what anyway. I just want to happen. <laughs> so, Wait, would, would just the, more Pee-wee's Playhouse. Is there a term for the different characters in his house? Like the couch and the, like... Yeah, yeah his characters. Cherry, would the characters... Would the characters dress up in drag and go down the, no. the runway? Well, um, okay, basically I want... What do I want? Pee-wee's Playhouse full of drag queens. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want Pee Wee's Playhouse to come back on air, but I want the cast to drag be queens. drag queens, like in like mostly the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's what I want. But I do want to see Pee-wee. Billy Baloney in drag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the couch would be dressed up as a stool. Yeah, <laughs> either no. that or there could be some really crazy nonsensical reality show. Hosted by Pee Wee Herman. Where they live in the playoffs. Yeah, where, yeah. Like Big Brother? And, yeah, they live, <laughs> they live in the playoffs like Big Brother. Yeah, perfect. And they have the to go into that time. that little phone booth with yes, the screen with for, the, for confessionals. Yeah. Just for confessionals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. And for no reason whatsoever, yeah. Tim Gunn shows up. I hope so. <laughs> he was just already there. Okay, so even if he it's. He lives there. Yeah, so then they have challenges about making and like performing certain things in, in certain ways, the way that, like, all drag queens are supposed to know how to, like, do all these things. Yeah, that's what I want. And they live in Pee-wee's Playhouse. And what do they win? I don't know. They are they already win winning. being on that show. <laughs> they yeah. Okay. They, 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 they won, won being on Pee-wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well, there an episode want. where somebody wins a sandwich without bread and they end up with peanut butter and jelly slathered on their hand? <laughs> that sounds about right. Once he married potato salad, yeah. so Yeah. Okay. I could totally be making that up. This is a long time ago. No, that sounds accurate. Sounds, yeah, it <laughs> sounds accurate. And we have all the DVDs at our house if you would like to research that. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> I'll research we, it. we need you to watch literally all of Pee Wee's Playhouse, preferably while drunk. 
just to see what comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I knew somewhere in this episode we were going to mention drag queens. I'm very happy that came to pass. Somewhere in every day. And then I mentioned a drag queen. It's like it's like in a kids magazine where they're like, find the such and such in the it's magazine. It's always a drag find the drag queen mm-hmm. in the Collins work. Right. Yeah. Find <laughs> the way to bring up drag queens. <laughs> Trust me, there's there is one. There always is. You can always find one. Yeah. I can see that. Alright, Amy, what's your TV crossover? So my favorite TV show is Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all already have like a lot of weird episodes where they'll just have like a monster movie episode or like they're very into being meta and stuff like that. So Ben and I were talking and I, my other favorite show is Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dateline and I love Keith Morrison who's on Dateline. So I would like to have him be on Supernatural and Ben was saying there could be an episode of Supernatural that's like an episode of Dateline. Where they're like figuring out what happened, but Keith Morrison could be on it. So I want Dateline to cross over Supernatural. That's pretty cool. And I actually. feel like they would do that. <laughs> I feel like they would do that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. like because they did crazy stuff. Yeah. I just think it would be funny to see an episode of Supernatural from the like perspective from, like, of our perspective. Yeah. From, yeah. Of, People like, who don't know that there's monsters and yeah exactly demons and mm-hmm. stuff. imaginary friends yeah right and because sometimes when you're watching dateline or or like when i am when we're both watching it i'll think about especially when there's things that have to do with a real case that that are like seemingly unexplainable and people don't know what happened i started to think about maybe it was like demons i never think of that when i'm watching daylight <laughs> i think about maybe You're it like, was maybe it was a ghost maybe it was a wendigo but see maybe it really was um yeah yeah how does dateline work dateline basically just Steve. is a reality based show where they they tell you about a murder mystery um, and they interview all the people, like the family members and the cops. So it's already been, usually, it's already been solved. And so they just tell you the whole story. And Keith Morrison is the host. And he has an amazing narration voice. Ah. Mm-hmm. Like, he he is the greatest mystery narrator ever. I, okay. Yes, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So then they would tell you, so like on Supernatural... Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know, vampires would kill a bunch of people, but Keith Morrison would be talking about it like it was reality. I like that. And Jensen Eccles would be there, so I approve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've, not, you've never seen Dateline? No. Not even one episode? It's amazing. I watched one today. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> But that could be extended to almost any, um, geez, almost any plot that involves, like, that could work for Exorcist. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anything that, like, exists in a universe outside of ours. And yeah. then you could have a realistic. Ghostbusters. Like, what the hell happened in New York? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. The Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, but again, what the hell happened in New York? York. But a bunch of people saw that though. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to them all those things are real as hard as it is. One of the questions that I have a lot in episodes of Supernatural is that Sam and Dean will kill all these bad things. Mm -hmm. Um and sometimes I'll wonder what happens, like what questions are left to the police or other people well, like generally they think Sam and Dean did it. That's, that's why they true. had to fake their own deaths before and stuff. Right. Like they think they did it. They, they are wanted they're wanted like a lot. They think they're psychopathic killers. serial killers. So then Keith Morrison would be talking about these like serial killer brothers. Right. But really they're just saving us all. Yeah. Thank you, Sam and Dean. Thank you. Thank you, Winchesters in general. This works for Stranger Things really well too. We have I'm sure it does. <laughs> well <laughs> and you'll be thinking about that yeah. the whole time. I feel Watch like eventually, this is at least the third episode days, of this podcast so. where I, we have talked about how we haven't seen a Stranger Things. <laughs> I, I've never this is my, I'm not that. saying oh. anything. Okay. You have not seen that, but I read the Wikipedia. <sighs> I know everything that happened. You don't have to wait for her anymore. R. I. You R. can just watch it. Yeah, just watch it. R.I.P. Barb. Uh, 
That's tough. <laughs> That's cruel. Ben is able to exist in a universe where there is the internet and people post images of things from shows and he he like can exist in blinders and not see them. Like, right. He, I have not watched a single trailer for the Gilmore Girls revival. I haven't looked at any of the preview <sighs> images. I don't know what's going to happen and I Why can't wait. I, I haven't seen the trailer for um, uh, Rogue One. Oh really? Mm, yes, because I'm going to. I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let trailer. you know that space things happen. I Forest Whitaker. Yeah. Stunned. Right. Forest Whitaker. It's yeah. really hard Your because then I can't watch it on repeat because stun. he's like, I don't want to see it, but like, but I want to watch it on repeat. Like, <laughs> it's a good. Yeah, one of those classical. Kudos to Star Wars for having female leads now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Madness. It's amazing. Thumbs and up. it's Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it, so I don't really see the point in like watching the trailer and getting like three quarters of the plot. Oh sure. But yeah. You don't really get they're very, very good it's at being very good. Probably. There's, there's hardly any but I totally know what you mean. I like going into something with as mu- like as little as possible. I do yeah. not. I read and, the like, Wikipedia. Some, some, sometimes it's good to see if you're not sure. Like if you're like, I'm not sure this movie's for me. Like you can watch like a teaser trailer or even the trailer and be like, okay, yeah, that looks like fun. But like, I'm going to go see Star Wars. I right. know I'm going to go see Star Wars. Why bother? Right. No, I want I mean, to know. Yeah. I want like a little bit of a teaser synopsis kind of thing, like you see in the back of a book. I don't want a blurb from somebody else telling me how great it was. I wanted like a little bit of a, a this little is, bit of information. This is why Steve has no idea what Dateline is, and I watched it today. I want to know everything that happened and why, and Steve does not. Mm. Oh, That's true. I, I'm just very choosy about like which things. I like knowing everything, and that entails limiting the number of things that I know everything about. Oh, I like otherwise to know I'm four just things about everything. Giving up sleep forever. Yeah, no, Steve's obsessive. I don't know everything just... about anything. Yeah, otherwise I'm just gone. And... I don't know everything about anything. Like no, anything. Nobody's got time for that. So I'm very lazy. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, and I, I actually do what... I'll do the Wikipedia thing if I want to short-circuit or sabotage my interest in something. Mm. So, like, if I look at something and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to waste a ton of time oh, looking at this or like it for I'll just spoil it and then like I don't have to worry about it because I already know everything and so I can just kind of like walk away from it. This is all very That's strategic and I'm going to cut out person, every bit Steve. of this. Was Steve Gutenberg in Steve. Short Circuit? Did Steve just say another Steve Gutenberg yes. movie? Steve Gutenberg is in Short Circuit. He said Short Circuit. <laughs> I did. Steve loves Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Steve is named after Steve's Steve. Steve's got to stick together. We got to got to Steve together. Steve Club. <laughs> Me and the they have a newsletter. It's called the Gutenberg Press. <laughs> oh, Steve talk, Hart directs it. <laughs> we talk about Minecraft sometimes because <laughs> the character is named Steve. I like how you with Gutenberg and not Spielberg. There's a raging debate over whether or not Stevens are allowed in. Oh. Are you not a Stephen? Uh, my mom calls me Stephen. Oh, right. okay. Well, and your birth certificate calls you Stephen? My de- yes. Okay, that's correct. With a V. Yes. Right. But like, if any if anyone <laughs> else says that, I probably won't. I won't answer or think I'm in trouble. Sure, you're definitely um, a Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rachel, really weird. Rachel's like, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. My first boyfriend was a Stephen, like, oh. and now I'm married to a Steve. So my first boyfriend was a Steve. My last, sorry, first boyfriend was a Stephen. Last boyfriend was a Steve. And you one should. of them was a complete psychological train wreck. It's Steve. who who it's wants Steve. to live in police academy. <laughs> Rachel, you should have a robot therapist talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to wrap this up, moderator? <laughs> no, no, I'm enjoying watching them poke fun at you. Oh, I, I, um, I can reach that Nerf gun. <laughs> You'll bump the mic. Yeah, don't touch the mic. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going to watch I'm calling it. I, I got nothing to add to this. I have been very surprised with this podcast. If anybody in the, the, the entertainment podcast? industry like <laughs> creates any of these like, amazing ideas that we came up with, do we get money? No. Oh. 
because you're just using their intellectual property to oh. make up things. <laughs> also, they'd probably be doing a, more work than us. Yeah, I don't care I about so. all this public domain bullshit you keep saying. Baby Herman is in public domain. He's not dead. Doesn't matter. No, he's not dead. He's very alive. Do you want to try that again? Yeah, that's it. We're done. That's, that's our show for today. No more questions? Yep, you're done. You answered all of them. <sighs> Sorry, did you feel like you need to say something else? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember when Allie McBeal crossover had with a crossover with um, The Practice? And it was a big deal because it was the first time that two shows on different networks were crossing over onto each other. So Allie McBeal was on Fox. <laughs> Practice was on ABC, but they're both run by David E. Kelly, so they had a crossover. It's a very big deal. Were you like nine when this happened? No, I was probably like 13. I read Entertainment Weekly a lot. So cool. Very. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm really ending it this time. Steve loves Alec (laughs) McBeal. Steve's just like, I don't even know all these words that are coming out of your mouth. Steve's like, Explain Allie McBeal. <laughs> well, I know Allie No McBeal. one can explain Allie I'm just McBeal. trying. Yeah. I have literally never made it past the cover of Entertainment Weekly. Oh, oh there's some good stuff in there. I, Supernatural. The must list. I, yeah. I believe you. Okay. But I'm going to have to take your word for it. <laughs> All right. We're done. <laughs> for real, sister. We are done. All right. <laughs> so that's our show for today. So thank you to Amy. Yay! Ben! Ooga chaka, ooga chaka, ooga chaka. <laughs> and Steve. Fighting the urge to sing. Bye, guys. <laughs> thanks also to Edwell Baja, Arizona, for letting us use their offices. And thank you to Sean for doing all the homework for us. Don't forget, you can find his homework on our website, panelspanel.com. I'm Rachel, and we're out of here. <laughs>